Klaatu Barada Nick Cage. This is 20 Questions Tuesday, the podcast where one guy asks another guy 20 questions. I'm David Reinstrom. And I'm David Brunel Brutman. Dave. Dave. Happy St. Patrick's Day! Oh, happy St. Patrick's Day to you, David! Oh, I appreciate that. I'm really Let's glad try to do the most offensive Irish accents we possibly can. Fine, what if I wired my mouth shut and did a Belfast accent? What if I did that? How are you spending St. Paddy's Day, my boy? Uh, you know, probably quietly in a corner. I, 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 I punch-proofed myself this year. I finally have a ton of green clothing. I finally have green pantaloons. Green pantaloons? I mean green, green pants. Not, you know. Okay, because... You know, I have a pair of green pants. Sure. That's normal. The pantaloons part is the the sticking point. Define normal. Weren't those the pants that you wore when you were upstate and everybody in that bar knew you were from New York because you were wearing those pants? That is true. That did happen. Yeah. It was, yeah, you can't. (laughs) Here is a life lesson that I learned. Uh, You know, sometimes when you live in a place like New York City, New uh, York City! You begin to dress in a way that seems perfectly normal to you until you set foot outside of said city. Sure. And then suddenly you realize, wait a second, <laughs> my manner of dress has become actively eccentric. Sure. Uh, and uh, normal people who shop at the Walmart don't live like this. Can you describe those pants for our listeners? They're green. Well, what, it, what shade it's of a green? Pair, it's a pair of jeans. Uh-huh. Uh, they are sort of a... I don't know. I'm bad at describing colors. Oh, that's that's good. Good thing you're an illustrator. Good thing you make you never need to des- colors okay. for a living. Listen, when you are an artist, you don't need to describe colors. Yeah. You just make the color. <laughs> you just put it. It's just there. And you're like, yeah, that's a color. It's on there. Okay, I'm not busting out the Sherwin-Williams paint swatches all the time. Um, they're, they're sort of like a light. It's not grassy, but it's not mint. It's like somewhere in between those two. Uh-huh. Like a light green. Like like the color of grass in an Easter display in a grocery store. Yeah, yep. I think that's actually pretty reasonable. Yeah, like like a pale... Almost pastel green. Do you remember that Stan Freeberg ad I used to play all the time? The Moby Dick one by Pittsburgh Paints? The dick ad? No, the... I don't want to hear about no dick ads. The Moby Dick ad where where they're on they're on the Pequod and everyone is arguing with... Uh, and this one crewman yeah, is arguing exactly with Yeah, exactly what shade Ahab. the whale is. Yeah, they're holding... Hold it up to the whale. Hold it up to the whale. Like anyway, those are my adventures in fashion uh, in upstate New York. God, people up there dress terribly. It's a goddamn fashion wasteland. <laughs> so we received uh, some Tumblr messages from uh, your friend and mine, Duo. Duo Yang! What a guy. Uh, of should we should we pimp his thing now? Yeah, give him a plug. Okay, uh, Duo of High Stakes Testing which you can find at infinitestakes.tumblr.com. They're satirical uh, uh, sample test questions. Yes, I will read uh, his description at the top of the Tumblr. High stakes testing. Directions. For each question, choose the alternative you consider best. Remember, 
you are smart. You can do the thing. <laughs> so, uh, Duo, as per our request, yes. the last time we did it, has sent us some icebreakers. Now, David, to make it even easier, to make it so easy that you have to type fewer letters, you can just get right to us at 20questionstuesday.com now, can't you? That is a true thing. Oh my god. That will it's lead like, you directly like to our Tumblr space. It's like we're dropping apples directly into your lap. Apples of utility. Yeah. We may we got a dot .com. We're real. We're 20questionstuesday.com. It starts with a T. Go there. You won't regret it. I mean, maybe you will. Nope, nope. Shh, shh. But if you do, uh, only you will know. Deep in your heart. So, uh... Yeah, we got some uh, really uh, unique icebreakers. Way better than your dumb religion icebreakers. Whatever, man. David, what's the craziest thing you've ever done for God? Your dumb Bible icebreakers. <laughs> what's the first one? Okay, David. Question, icebreaker the first. What Magic the Gathering color would you say best describes your personality? Uh, well, mm, that all depends, because there aren't, there aren't halflings in Green the pants? world of- No, there aren't halflings in the world of Magic the Gathering, are there? In any of the things I've ever seen. Have you ever seen a halfling? In the- it I'm kinda, trying to remember. It, I don't know the decks well enough. It depends on if the there were- well If there were halflings, or hobbits, would they be in the green- in the green-colored decks or the white-colored decks? That's my question. I think definitely the green-colored decks. They're they're earthy. Okay. Like white is good, but it's white is elves. No, you know? green is elves. Well, oh well, wood, okay. I, green, now I'm thinking green Tolkien is, terms. Green is wood elves. White yeah. is high elves, and fuck those high elves right in their ears. But I guess I guess I would be green because I like dirt and growing things and plants. You have a green thumb. I do have a green thumb. I have seen this thumb. You should uh, make sure you bring it out for St. Patrick's Day. Ah, that I did. What? Where did they mark your finger green if you voted? Ir was that in Iran? That was in Iran. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Or uh, the Iranian election. Yeah. Circa 2009. Yep. You know, we're up to date on our uh, world political references. What color would you be, David? I am going to say blue. Okay. Uh, blue is kind of, blue is the intellectual color. It's the color with all the cool, like, this is going to sound dumb, magic cards. It's the one with all, like, the sorcery. Yeah, right. It's, like, sorcery and dragons. Psychic least, powers. Yeah, yeah. It seems very uh, cerebral in a way that I, I fancy myself because I'm a pompous fuck. Sure, and since I'm a grunting, snuffling boar, rooting around with my snout for truffles under some grassy hillock, I suppose I'll have to go with green. Yep. That's my search for knowledge. You sort of you sort of look through books, gently perusing one page at a time, bent over with a jeweler's loop, while I just sort of <laughs> shove my yeah, face I, into the dirt and go, snuff, 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 I, I would say that this divide is probably best represented in the difference between our cooking styles. Okay. Right? You are very uh, hands-on. Uh, you're you're willing to experiment. Mm -hmm. You're you want to get in there and really like find out how things work by doing. Sure. 
you know? Would you mix a salad? Would you dress a salad with your hands? Would I dress a salad? Like, like wash your hands, get a no. cup of dressing, and then mix the greens no. with your fingers. Okay, yeah. No, I would use spoons. Okay. Yeah, so there, there you go. I am very, like, dedicated to following recipes i want all my measurements to be very exact sure and my timing to be to be very precise and it's not to say that i'm not that way but i'm definitely more like i use my hands in the kitchen more than you do i think yes yes i think that is fair to say all right i'm gonna read you the next one i find up now okay icebreaker number two how would you fight a car-sized octopus so what you're gonna need for this is dynamite and you have to trick the octopus into eating the dynamite I, I almost I almost did a spit take all over my keyboard and my computer screen you're welcome so you you're gonna need to light the fuse sure. and I guess you have to wrap it in fish <laughs> like maybe you can stuff it into a, a large Fish. Sure, I'm imagining just a giant red snapper with like a fuse coming out of its open mouth. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you, you know, you sort of throw it at the octopus, hope that it takes the bait, because they're smart, which is why you have to stuff it completely inside the fish. You know, the, the octopus can't know that it's in there. Because sure. they're smart, but they don't know what dynamite is. Sure. But, the, you know, they'll be able to tell something's up. So you have to get them to uh, eat the the dynamite, and then boom, sushi. How would you fight a car-sized octopus with an elephant-sized cattle prod? Uh, do they make those? I don't know. I'm uh, not not one that is so large an elephant can use it, but one that contains enough voltage to like bother a much larger creature than a cow. I don't know. I, I don't want to tear down your plan. I just feel like the octopus is going to grab that thing and use it against you. Well, but what end is it going to grab it by? I'll poke it with the point, the zappy part. Like the middle? Oh. I don't know. I would just be worried about that. All right. What about blow darts? Yeah, I like blow darts. Yeah. What kind of poisons are octopodes like susceptible to? I don't know. Isn't the great isn't the giant Pacific octopus poisonous or am I thinking of the Pacific blue octopus? You know the one with rings? The one I with think like there's blue rings. Yeah, I think venomous. there's some that are venomous. Uh, and then there are vampire squid. Ugh. Blah. That's my impression of a vampire squid. That's nice. Blah. Okay, next one. If you were a metal listed on the London Metal Exchange, what would you be? Cobalt. Hmm, interesting answer. Why cobalt? I just looked this up uh, not long ago. Cobalt comes from the German word kobold. They called it, and that means like goblin. They called, cobalt is called cobalt because when it was heated for ore, it, it's, uh, when, when it was smelted, sometimes it released deadly arsenic gases. <laughs> Hooray! Uh, and killed people. Uh, and so it's, uh. it's goblin metal. Goblin metal. Yup. That sounds awesome. Yep. Uh, I don't know what's on the London Metal Exchange. I need to look this up. So, aluminium, aluminium alloy, copper, lead, nickel, tin, zinc, cobalt, 
molybdenum, and steel billet. Hmm. Or if you prefer, huh. the French, steel billet. But anyway, since I love goblins, I'd be cobalt. Okay. I... For some reason, I want to say copper. Okay. I don't have a good reason, though. It just feels right. Okay, so we've got two more. Okay. But let us save some of these tasty icebreaker treats for a future installment. And David, again, if people want to want to send us icebreakers like Duo has done and get a little plug in the process if they have something for plugs. We'll totally plug it. How? We'll plug everything. Sorry, this is hard for me. How would they do that? Where would they go? David, there are so many ways. Oh my god. Here's what you can do. You can go to our Tumblr what? and you can send us a message on Tumblr. Amazing. And that, of course, is at 20questionstuesday.com. You can go to our Facebook, uh, send us a Facebook message, or you could even tweet it at us. We accept tweets. We're at 20questionstues. I'm cool. I'm up on the lingo. That's what the kids are saying. What kids? Me. Dave, are you ready to play 20 Questions Tuesday? I'm so ready! Well, let us go over the rules. Let us. Rule number one. I will think of a thing. Rule number two. David will ask only yes or no questions to narrow down the nature of that thing. Rule number three. If David exceeds 20 questions, the game and reality as we know it is over. No more than 20 questions are permitted. Rule number four. If David correctly guesses the thing in fewer than 20 questions, he wins the game. And we all get to live for another week. Rule number five. Blue 22! Blue 22! Hut! Hut! Bike! Are you ready? I'm ready! Then you may ask your first question. David, is the thing you're thinking of a metal? It is not. Damn it! Is it made of metal? No. Is it is it squishy? Uh, yeah, it is squishy. Is it alive? It is alive. Is it a squishy animal? Yes, it is a squishy animal. Uh... Is it a notably squishy animal, or is it just an animal, and all animals are by definition squishy? Uh, I would say it's notably squishy. Is it an invertebrate? It is an invertebrate. It's not a car-sized octopus, is it? It is not a car-sized octopus. Is it an octopus-sized car? No. Hmm, well, then I'm stumped. That's all the (laughs) options. 20 questions Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen. Um... Okay, so uh, it's an invertebrate. It is. It doesn't have an exoskeleton. Correct. Does it? It does not have an exoskeleton. Okay. Uh, is it some kind of mollusk? Yes, it is. Hmm. Uh, but it it doesn't have a shell, does it? It does not have a shell. Okay. Uh, is it a squid? It is a squid. Hmm. Not a vampire squid. Not a vampire squid. Blah. Um, now I'm imagining. You know how. Um, Sometimes cuttlefish kind of look like they've got little capes. I'm imagining yeah. like a cuttlefish with a cape. That's like what I've been imagining this whole time. Squirts ink ahead of itself and then and then just sort of tries to emerge from out of the cloud. Like it's just trying to be like a really assertive, gothy club kid. Like, mm-hmm. blah, hello, I am here. Boo, the boo, boo, the boo. That's, uh, when do you think ninja smoke powder is going to catch on among the youth? <laughs> when do you think arriving you mean, or leaving in a cloud of uh, thick black smoke is going to become trendy? The moment that smartphones and other smart wearable computing devices become equipped with uh, holographic projectors. You know what? 
That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, if, if, if it gets to be a point where, you know, I don't have a desktop computer anymore, I'm just renting mega cycles from the cloud or whatever, and I put my little phone, you know, I go to my job and I put my little phone in a little holder, and then I poke some buttons, and then mm-hmm. out of the back comes a projection of a screen, and out of the front comes a projection of a keyboard. Yeah. When my phone can do that, or whatever it is at that point, you know. Um, at that point, I think people will use all sorts of, like, visual effects in their interpersonal physical relations with other people. I like this prediction. This is, uh, I find this uh, horrible cyberpunk future acceptable. <laughs> it's the only one I find acceptable. The real one that we actually live in, yeah. not acceptable. Though, um, the FCC did actually get the internet right. I know! Which I am amazed at. Happy utility! Yeah, enough people yelled at them. Yeah. So... You know, it's not all corporate dystopia, just like 95% corporate dystopia. (laughs) Okay, so it's a squid. Is it a giant squid? It is a giant squid. It is the giant squid Architeuthis. Hmm. Is that living? Is that something that... Okay, that's that's a real thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the one that they caught on video, like, a year, a couple of years ago? Yes. It was, like, the first time they'd ever had a giant squid on video? Yes. Cool. Okay, so there's a giant squid, and it's doing something. Correct. Uh, is it doing something to a boat? No. Is it doing something to a submarine? No. Is it doing something to, uh, another creature? Uh... Sort of? Hmm. Uh, sort of. Is it doing something that a squid would normally do? No. Is it a smart squid? Yes. Can it talk? Uh, maybe to other squids. Doesn't need to talk. You know okay. what? For, for this, let's imagine that it is talking. Okay. Uh, but it's, it doesn't need to talk to do the thing that it's doing. No, but it's better if we imagine it doing that. Okay. Does it have a hat? It can. Does it have like a bowler and a, like a little mustache? I was like imagining a, it like as a, a toothbrush uh, mustache. As a girl squid. Okay. Does it have a bowler and not a mustache? Sure. I mean, I mean, some ladies have mustaches. That's I true. don't know. That's true. That's fine. That's true. No big. Um, okay, so it's it's a lady squid, mm-hmm. and she's doing something. And what is she doing? Uh, it's not something that a squid would normally do. No. It's something that a person would normally do. Yes. Grocery shopping. No. Fucking. Nope. Those are the only options! <laughs> um... Is it something that you would normally do as part of a, a particular profession? No. Is it something that you would normally do as a hobby? Yeah, n- no. Well. Noel? It's not a Christmas squid. It depends on. Let's just say no, it's not a hobby. Okay. It is recreational. Okay, but it's not a hobby. Is it a sport? Mm mm. It's not a hobby, it's not a sport, uh, but it's a people thing. Does it involve any sort of specialized equipment? Yeah, it does. Uh, 
So is she holding something? She is. Um, does it involve eating? Yeah, it does. In, in any way. Sure. Is it like cooking? Um, not in the immediate moment. Cooking had been done prior. Okay, so she's eating something. Yes. Is that the primary thing, or is um, there some corollary? There's some corollary. The eating isn't as important as something else. Okay. She's stealing pies. She's not stealing pies. Hmm. Uh, but there is food, and does the particular kind of food matter? Uh, yeah, it does. It's not pies. It's not pies. Uh, is it some sort of dessert? There can be desserts. Is it? Is it a meal? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she is consuming a meal. Mm-hmm. Is she at a dinner party? No. Hmm. Uh, is she eating with other people, squids? She is... Mm, I don't know entities. how to answer this question. She is behaving as though she is. Oh, wait. Is she having a tea party? Yeah. <laughs> It's is she a, having a tea party with her stuffed animals? Not with her stuffed animals, but she's a little girl squid. Okay, so she's a little girl squid. She's having a tea party. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's somebody else at the tea party? Yeah. Uh, who may or may not be real? Um, sure. It's not imagined. It is physical. Okay, but it's it's an object... Yes. And not a person. Correct, kind of. But she she is imagining it as a person. Well, it's person-shaped. Does she actually think it's a person? She's pretending it is. Okay. So it, it, but it's, it's not like a doll. It's not a doll. Like a mannequin? Mm Mm-mm. Uh, a man. (laughs) Do you know what I'm about to say? No. I'm going to reach for a reference, dude. All right. Hold on, we're going to turn this around. What am I about to say? A real doll? I don't know. Something horrible? (laughs) Nope, not at all. Um, Okay. Okay, I'm going to give you some hints. Okay. I am about to reference a game that we both love dearly. Mm -hmm. And there is a human-shaped thing in this game... That is not a person, uh, and it's not a doll, and it is made of food. A food man-shaped thing. Yes. It is uh, a man-shaped piece of food. Is it the Stinky Cheese Man? Nope. It's from a game. From a game. Yes. Um, you know what this is. I, I, I need another hint. Uh... It is, okay, I I probably specifically thought of it because the game is uh, nautical in nature, which relates to squid. Nautical game. Uh, What in the Monkey Island series is made of, uh, is it Lemonhead, the cannibal from Monkey Island? You are, you're so close. Is it the effigy sacrifice the vegetarian effigy sacrifice given to the volcano yes. god in the Curse of Monkey Island. Yeah, it's the tofu man. <laughs> it's a man made of tofu. Right, right, and they put it into Mount Acidophilus. Yeah, because 
their volcano god is lactose intolerant. Gods of Mount Acidophilus. And a vegetarian. We give you this offering. Free of fat and trans fatty acids. Right? And then, yes. And then the game, you make the volcano erupt by feeding it cheese. Oh god, I forgot about that amazing puzzle. You yep. put like a cheese head onto the... Yeah. Oh, so good. Anyway, uh, it's not a Tofu Man. No, it's not a Tofu Man. That concludes this round of Reverse 20 Questions Tuesday. Wub, 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 wub. Uh, okay, so it's not a man made of tofu. It's not made of food. Mm-hmm. Might be to a squid. Oh. Hmm. Uh, um... It's it's a person-shaped effigy made out of fish. I I just I, I just don't want to call it a person anymore. That's the thing. Oh okay. Well wait. I, you shouldn't have said it was a person. You said it was a person. Yeah, and it's your job to say no. <laughs> That's how this works. I said any. That more, is the entire compact. Any more is the okay. crucial thing there. Uh, so it it's another squid. No. It's a fish? No. Um, hmm. But it's not shaped like a human being. It is shaped like a human being. Okay. It's shaped like a human being, and it is made out of something edible, but it is not a human being. Is it like a chocolate No, okay, man? okay. Here, this depends on whether or not when a human being starts and stops being a human being. Is it a corpse? Yeah, it's a corpse. What the fuck? <laughs> it's a skeleton. This is taking a dark turn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so this little girl squid is uh-huh. having a tea party uh-huh. with a skeleton who she's pretending is still alive. I mean, to her it's just a doll. Right. Because she's a squid, and squids ain't no no better. Uh, what else do I have to figure out about this horrific t- undersea tea party? That was kind of it. That it's a little girl squid having a tea party with a whole bunch of drowned sailors. <laughs> <laughs> did, did she take their ship down? I'm inclined to think that her parents did. Okay, so mom and dad squid took the ship down to the bottom mm-hmm. with their hideous kraken arms. Yep. Sucked all the flesh from the bodies of the crew. Right. And then presented the skeletons to their child as toys. And she's having a tea party with them. Yep. Well, that's... <laughs> it's adorable and it's really fucked up. I want to say that is Burton-esque. I'm glad you approve. I'll take that as a compliment. Uh, it kind of was. <laughs> it kind of was. Uh, very well done, Dave. Let's uh, let's head over to the Scoratorium and see how you did. Let's do it. What do you do with a Scoratorium? What do you do with a Scoratorium? What do you do with a Scoratorium? Merlot in the morning. Dave. Dave. For this 20 Questions Tuesday Challenge, you got that answer in just six questions. Hot damn! Oh man, you are full of full of piss and vinegar. You are on fire. Incidentally, mm-hmm. uh, the piss and vinegar uh, actually work very well for putting out the fire. Sure. So, you know, gross. it's kind of a combination. So gross. Okay, so 
You know that Jonathan Colton song about the squid? No. Okay, so there's a Jonathan Colton song, uh, which is in typical Joko style. Uh, it sounds like it might be about uh, a guy who has, like, uh, lost his love mm-hmm. because he's made a lot of mistakes in his life and he's not allowed to be around her anymore, uh, or he knows that he can't be around her anymore because he, he just can't, you know, can't deal with that relationship. Uh, but in reality, it's about a giant squid who uh, doesn't want to destroy sailing ships anymore, <laughs> but can't resist the temptation. That's hilarious. Yep. You want to know the grown-up version of that? The grown-up version of that. Yeah, there's a Joanna Newsom song called Colleen. Do you remember this song? No, I don't. Oh, I, it's, I don't think I do. It's off this EP. I'll send it to you. It's uh, the East Street Band. Okay. Uh, and it's this wonderful song about a woman who has forgotten that she used to be a whale. That sounds like Joanna Newsom. It's so cool. It's this. She she talks about how she like washes ashore in this little New England town. <laughs> And everyone assumes that she must have been, like, a thief or a prostitute, but they take her in, uh, and they they just try to teach her how to be a person. And she does a pretty okay job of it, except for gardening, because she overwaters everything. (laughs) And then these gypsies sail into town, these, like, river people or whatever... Um, and they come Egyptians? In, yeah, they come from in the Golden with, Compass. <laughs> they come in with They're river these mysterious uh, books of foreign places, and they all seem very familiar to her. And she's sort of transfixed by this one book full of engravings of whales, of whale drawings. And she asks the guy, "What is this one called?" And he says, "Ah, oh, that is he who easily can curve against the sky." And it like does this thing to her, and she's like, "What?" What is that? What is that secret name that suddenly has reminded me of that has suddenly reminded me of my entire lost history of being a whale? Uh, and he leans in and says, "You haven't forgotten everything." And then it's like, Wah! Joanna Newsom is cool for a lot of reasons. Yeah, I think that is a fantastic song. I gotta look this up. One of my favorite things about it is that it's got this little like yip in it, this weird little Joanna Newsom yip. She goes. Hip! It's amazing. It's the best sound. She makes weird noises. I am into it. I just saw uh, Inherent Vice, finally. I have no idea what that is. That is the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie with Joaquin Phoenix uh, and Josh Brolin. And Joanna Newsom plays the narrator? Hmm. It's very strange. Uh, What? Is it? Uh, imagine if the Big Lebowski had a master's degree. Okay. I guess. Okay. Uh, because it's still ultimately an absurdist adventure about a drug-addled private detective who is solving three interconnected mysteries simultaneously. Uh, and getting deeply involved with this drug cartel, and Owen Wilson is there as this guy caught in the middle of all these, this nexus of lies and double dealing, and so the usual for him. Sure. Oh wow, honey, I'm a, 
I'm in the witness protect. Oh, wow. <laughs> His nose looked broker than usual. Uh, he was great. Every, everyone in it is great. Everyone acquits themselves. Beautifully. I think every time he gets his nose broken, he becomes a slightly better actor. <laughs> and I think he's a very good actor. Sure. And his nose is very broken. Very broken. Very handsome nonetheless. It seems to make him even oh, more yeah. handsome. Totally. Man. I'm, I'm envious. Are you? I bet it hurts when he sneezes. I don't know. My nose is crooked. Oh. Well, you're I, cute. I'm already, like, halfway there. Oh. I could be Owen Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I'll just take a brick bat to your face. Let's go all the way. Yeah, I'm just going to start smacking my face into things <laughs> until I'm Owen Wilson. That's my life plan. And that's how you play 20, 20 Questions, Questions Tuesday. Tuesday. If you like the show, please rate or review us on iTunes. Just search for 20 Questions Tuesday on the iTunes store and leave us some stuff. Five, preferably. For special bonus content and show notes, you can like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash 20QuestionsTuesday and follow us on Twitter at 20QuestionsTues. And you can keep up with everything we do over at 20QuestionsTuesday.com. Our theme song is Blood Meridian by Curlew, licensed under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. The music you heard under the show this week was by The Good Laws, also licensed under a Creative Commons license. If you want us to use your music, message us on Facebook or Tumblr. Up next, stay tuned for McCavity, the cat who has a lot of cavities. I'm David Reinstrom. And I'm David Brunel Brutman. Good night.